Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, part two, yeah? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, what do you want to start with? Have you got some names for me? Well, not with... You haven't, have you? Because we're just doing this in one go. This is last week's episode. Just well, this is part over. two of our Christmas it bumper is. special. Let's not lie about it. Yeah. We haven't got together twice over Christmas. Why would we do that? I'm offering you one thing, which is Buttery Paul. Are you interested? In... Yeah, I'll take Buttery Paul, yeah, because, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Well, um... well, the Times Rich List is just in for 2017. <clears throat> the Sunday Times Richard should have saying you're on there again. But you're not in um you're not among the company that you've been in, in previous years. You alongside Curry Katona, right, Jeff Capes and um Pud- <laughs> Pudsey the Wonder Dog. All right, T.O. So falling on hard times, have you Bob? So what number am I? There isn't a number. Oh I'm just it's like it's, it's just a bucket it's at the just bottom. like it's like a kind of a, a mass, like a, a sort of a shape. Yeah. And it's quite a, a thin... Well, that's fair shape. enough, because I am skint, you know. I mean, I, that's where I expect it to be, to be honest with you. Do you think you'll ever get an award in the New Year's Honours Awards list? It's very unlikely. Well, do you why, think you say that? What have, I, what have I done to deserve anything from anybody? Well, I don't know. What did Tony Robinson do? <laughs> He's a lord, isn't he? Or a lad or something? He is, I don't know. What, what Blackadder? Yeah, well, he did his job, didn't Time he? Time You do your job, This don't is you? a job. Well, you do a job, don't you? I presume you work. No, I just do I've this. I've never actually asked you, do have you got a job? <laughs> got a job. <laughs> I just do this. So you're up in for, Sunderland, for are you on the benefits? Well, yeah. No, you're not. You wouldn't dare do this if you were on the benefits. <laughs> well, I'll get paid for it, do I? So, you know. Bloody hell. It's I've... like work experience. I mean, if I look at you, I look at you. Yeah. And uh, my first instinct was to say that you would have a trade. If I look just, I don't know you, I look at you, I, say, I would say plumber, welder, sort uh-huh, of thing. Yeah. But then it hit me. Do you know what you are? What You're the I? bloke who turns up to change, you know, auto screen or something, where yeah. they change your windscreen. Yeah. You're that bloke. That's what you naturally are equipped to do. Yeah. Because I've got the easy banter. No, no, it's just physically. The ready wit and the, the, the sort of laid back style. You've Reassurance. Got, you look quite reliable. So the bloke, he'd answer the door, right? And he said, oh, I don't we'll love it. It's the bloke from Autoglass. And she said, what's he look like? He says, oh, he looks, yeah, he looks all right, decent, yeah. I think he'll do a good job. Um, I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. You look a bit reliable. You look at reliable, you know, in the context of um, windscreen replacement. Well, that's a big thing, isn't it? Did you watch the Christmas cookery shows or much? Do you no, I don't, I don't go for any of that. I don't watch food on television. Why would you do that? Is that because they never use tin stuff? and re- de- It's re- partly that, but yeah. it's also because why Why watch something that you can't have? I the same reason I didn't used to watch Beer Watch. I really like watching them. I want to become a TV... That's my ambition, to become a TV chef. Is it? Yeah, no, I've got a plan in hand Can you well. cook? Yeah, not bad. Seriously? I mean, can the Harry Bikers cook? Can Nigella cook? I don't know. 
Well, yeah. if you're on telly doing a cookery show, you can cook. Can't well, that, that that's TV. it. That's part of the. That's part of my problem. You've got no idea what this shit tastes like, have you? No idea. You know, they could just be pretending to eat it and enjoying it, and it's fucking horrible. I mean, I must say, Greg I... Wallace lets the mask slip a bit. He doesn't look like he's enjoying it. When Sometimes, he's stuff. Yeah, yeah, he gets a bit. Gr- I mean, the, one of the cookery shows I've been on a few times is the one called Sunday Brunch. Yeah, and I can say that the stuff that um, Simon Rimmer gives you it is absolutely delicious. It's all right, is it? No, it's not. It's really delicious. Cut above. And the the I was I was on there one week and there was a he's such a lovely man. There was a chef, but he's lost one of his hands. Right. Um, he's got a posh restaurant down in Devon somewhere and he, he cooked like it was such a simple thing like you know when you're watching it and say well he's put chicken in this that but if I did that it would be no big deal he hasn't yeah. done anything magical or whatever yeah. but he served that up and it pro- and it was the most memorable dish I've ever had in my life and how he cooked it, it in about six minutes how did he lose his hand I'm not, I'm not sure I'm not being funny he's, no like, I'm not being funny either well, that's the question that I'm, I'm asking so yeah but if I'm that more helps, interested in how he lost his hand <laughs> well, than, than, um, than anything else. But I just, no, no, Andy, I'm just saying. I wanted, to, I want you to maybe use that information to say no. Don't be this so fucking cynical, right? And you're thinking, I bet it tastes <sighs> shit. I bet it's shit anyway. How do we know whether that tasted any good? I'm well, not saying I, I bet it tastes shit. I'm just saying it might do. Yeah. Well, we don't know. My experience is is that no, they're really good at what they do. Right. Well, that's me putting my place once again, isn't it? I've been on telly, says Bob, and I've eaten this stuff. And I can tell you that it's all nice. Who's your favourite TV chef? I ain't got one. Oh, come on, Andy. Don't be Mr. Difficult. Do you prefer Oliver, Michael Rood, um Oh, no, Amy. He, does, he, does he beat his staff or something? Was that? I don't think he recently? beats people up, does Andy, no. I mean, Nigella, you had have thought she would be on your street. I quite like Nigella, yeah. I quite imagine her sitting either on or inside a rabbit hutch. All right, fair enough. Behind, well, you... behind the grill. <laughs> They're going to be freed. I can see you're not going for it. Um, oh, I'm going for it. <coughs> I, I quite like... Who do want to... I quite like James Martin, you know. Do you? I, I, I imagine people don't. He's got fast cars, mm. fast ladies. Fast lifestyle. Fast lifestyle. And, and he's I, a little bit like um, Simon Templer. He's the, the nearest, he's nearest we've got the at the moment, thing in, On the chef scene, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the moment. I mean, I might sort of get on the chef scene. You might get on the chef scene. I'm going on the chef scene. You're going on it, are you? Come with is me it confirmed, you... is it? I can't give too many details about it. Can I come with you? Could I be like I a sidekick? Be, I will be doing outdoor cookery right. that is heart healthy. I yeah. could gather the ingredients in maybe in a costume. I don't need an ingredients gather, honestly. You get provided them. Can I be it. the taster? No. You, well, can, you can call us the freak if you want. Stop trying, to get, you feel trying to get work, please. And also, I'm brewing a new beer, which I'm going to call Andy Kiss the Alderman. Are you? Yeah. And um, that's got an ingredient that is as effective as aspirin in taking the stickiness out of your blood for right. people who suffer from heart this disease. So stuff. I've got some big plans for taste, the year. Is it going to taste like the Alderman's breath? No, it'll taste much worse than that. <laughs> it's a beautiful breath. It's been so long since I spoke about Steve and Casper, but we last left them, I don't know if you remember, um, they were driving away from the restaurant. Yeah, yeah? they'd run um, off, haven't they? Haven't they'd they? run off the restaurant called The House of Yesterday's Briefcase, yeah? Yeah. He's rescued Casper from the clutches of the fat lass. She's lying on the restaurant floor having a fit with her legs banging on the table, right? Yeah. So Steve re- realises it's not safe to drive back to the house because the big lass is going to be on the warpath, yeah? Yeah. 
So he checks into a five-star, you imagine that, posh country hotel that, no. that they pass on the back roads. I don't go higher than three-star. I mean, why shouldn't he stay five-star, Andy? He's got Casper back, new contract with Derby. 200 there, grand more than he thought exactly. he was going to have. So the hotel is called Lescalia de Kenneth, which means the <laughs> stairs, I think the stairs, Kenneth stairs, the stairs belonging to the Kenneth. The stairs of Kenneth. Right. It's um, obviously a French one. A check-in, the receptionist is a French. She says, Oh la la, monsieur, j'adore votre petite tête oiseau. Right? That means I adore your little head bird. <laughs> and, oh, Steve's a head bird, don't be daft. Vous êtes un Rodney Plonker, honestly. That's me hair island. My hair island. C'est mon île de chevaux. There once was a manager who had a wonderful idea to invent a type of hairstyle that others would revere. He fed the front of his hairline with lipids and proteins till a horn of hair developed in the shape of New Orleans. It was his hair island, his hair island. He separated this outcrop from the rest of his mane, took one look in the mirror and promptly went insane. It's his hair island. It's my hair island. Honestly, you plunker. So they go upstairs. It's a lovely deluxe room. I tell you what, in this, in this story I'm telling you now, you know yes. I always plant something that is used later on. I hadn't noticed that. See if you can spot I don't it. really usually listen. Fair enough. I well, kind of zone out when you're doing your stories. <laughs> Think about me direct It's a lovely deluxe room, fourth floor with a little balcony. Right. 14 assorted cushions on the bed. The yeah. cushions, is that the thing you've planted, the cushions? No. Sorry. Walk-in shower, jet spa bath, night chocolates. You know the vibe, have you? Have you seen that sort of place? No. Yeah, right, well, I hope I've given you a, a flavour of it. Steve gets his kit off, puts Casper over his shoulder, and they both have a lovely shower, right? They pour mango and stilton shampoo all over each other. Steve always had it as it with him, right? It's in, do you know those, I don't know what they're made of, a spherical bottle that's really, you could always use as, like, lob, China porcelain? You could lob them at someone. Yeah, but it's like a football. In a ridge, yeah. Yeah, it's like a football, and he always has his stilton and mango shampoo. Casper winds himself round the shower hose and swings from one side of the shower to the other. Steve draws an outline of the fat lass in the condensation, pisses all over it. I'm having a lovely time, and why not, you know what I mean? Then Steve puts on one of the luxury toweling gowns and like wraps the belt round and round Casper so that he feels special too, do you know yeah. what I mean? They decide to get room service. Steve orders beans on toast for three, because he didn't eat at the restaurant. Right. Remember, he just had she owned the fat lass only let him have custard, was it or something? Bit of custard off the kids' menu, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Steve orders beans on toast for three, and Casper gets himself hot dog. Um, Steve starts talking to Casper. So I've gone back to Derby, Casper. It's an easy street gig, you know, destroy and exit. And the chairman has great links to the carpet industry. Maybe when I'm sacked, he can set me up with a job in carpeting as part of my payoff. Hey, and he's given me 200 grand to pay for an assistant. Suddenly, Andy, there's a loud, heavy banging on the door of his room. Yeah? Should I do that? Try it if you could. It was louder than that, sorry. Oh, shit, the panelling's come off. That's it there. Right. 
Oh, shit, Casper, it's fat lass. What are we going to do? Then from outside, I open up your watery twat. <laughs> I know you're in there. Oh, fucking hell, Casper, she's going to kill us. Boom, boom, boom. Steve answers the door. Casper goes and hides in the shower. She rushes past him and immediately sees the beans on toast. Yeah. Oh, just what the doctor fucking ordered. And she starts downing the beans on toast like one slice by slice. Oh, these beans are a total fucking tonic. <laughs> I felt well ragged after that restaurant. Bloke said I had a fit or something. <coughs> Sorry I had to leave so suddenly, love. I got an urgent call from... But she interrupts. Oh, fuck off and shut up. Just fuck off. Shut up. Now, where is that snake? Or better still, where's my £200,000? Oh, Casper must have escaped at the restaurant. I've not seen him. I can get the money by tomorrow, I promise. I don't believe you. He's in here, isn't he? You don't eat hot dogs. They're far too heavy for you to pick up. Oh, hold on, I've got a right sweat on eating those fucking beans. She goes up the balcony door, you know, to get some air. She's got a big sweat on. Yeah. Suddenly, out of the corner of his eye, Steve sees Casper coming out of the shower room. He's got the football shampoo and he's using it, his head to play keepy-uppy with it, yeah? Yeah. Then he heads it really high up into <laughs> the room and as it falls, he lashes his tail at it, right? smacks it straight towards the balcony, hits the fat lass plum on the back of her head and sends her flying over the balcony down to the ground floor below. Get in, Casper, you little beauty. And Casper smiles like as Steve's picking him up. That's quite a technique you got there, lad. Hey, how would you feel about coaching job at Derby? Casper mm. licks Steve's face as if to say, I fancy it very bastard much, thank you. <laughs> As if to say So, there you go. Fat lass is OK, by the way. She fell into a topery langustine or something. Just a broken leg. So, Andy. Yeah? I wonder if Casper will get that job. I don't know. Well, I think it'll be a bit of a stitch-up if he does. There'll be questions asked. Yeah, well, it's a... It's a, it's a it's, I mean, it's like it's like McLaren giving his son a scouting job or something, isn't it? Well, that's not going to happen, is it? No, it's not. Do, do, do you think that story was a bit like Home Alone, lost in New York? Ah, um, what, like, not quite as good as the story uh, from right. before? <sighs> the um, the next segment was recorded before the sad death of George Michael. OK? OK. I've been to the darts. Oh, right, you are. At the Alley Pally this week. Yeah. And uh, I was sat there in one of the tables near the front, sat next to a bloke dressed as a lobster. Right. A big fat bloke dressed as a weeble. Yeah. And as a fellow dressed as a Rubik's Cube, he couldn't even see his face. It's just all cube. Huge cube, man. Yeah. I mean, the effort these people put in, it's incredible, isn't it? No, I love it. I mean, it's very much part of the experience of watching, isn't it? So um, I'm outside having a smoke and the Rubik's Cube and the weeble come out. One of the squares opens up on the front of the Rubik's Cube, the red one, red square. Yeah. Guess who it was? Oh, fuck off. Uh, it was Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn. He says, uh, At the darts. He says, uh, Seen you. Says, Oh, I, yeah. Seen you in there. Think you're one of the ordinary folk, don't you? With your picture of UK strength lager, holding your handwritten sign up for the cameras. What did it say on your sign? It says, It said, um, it said I, I kissed the alderman. Hmm. 
Do you play darts then yourself? Because I do! I says, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've got a board in the house. I'm not that good, but, you know, just, I, like, I like to go. Well, I am. I'm very, very good. Very good indeed. Because darts is the ordinary man's game, and I am nothing if not in touch with the ordinary man. Ask me my best score. Ask me. Go on. So, so, so. What's, what's your best score, Jeremy? 259. Right. Two two five nine. Says, you do know the maximum you can get in darts for three darts is one hundred and eighty, yeah. right? He goes two five nine. Ask him. He points at the weeble. It's mm. with him. And then um, the weeble fella says, uh, "Yeah, he did. He was down at my house in my playroom. I didn't him do it. Two five nine. Three darts. Now wind your neck in, pretty boy." And I recognise this weeble I, fella. I thought I recognised the voice. I'm not sure where I'll find out. Sorry. Well, I recognised them fi- facially. Right. But I couldn't think where I'm from. So I says, um, who are you anyway? Corbin says, don't you know? This is my good friend Andrew Ridgely from Wham. Ah, from Wham, yeah. I says, oh, of course, yeah. He says, look, I was in Wham for four years, seven months and 23 days until it finished. I says, I was a bit of a fan. I don't remember your voice sounding like that back then, you know, in the interviews. He says, look, mate, I've done fuck all since 1986. If you've done fuck all since 1986, you'd sound like this as well. Okay. So, um, Why does he sound like that? Um, I, I think he just let himself go. Oh. 30 years. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. So when all this is going on, Corbin takes a phone call. Andrew, we must dash. Billy Bragg needs our help. He tried to go for a shit, but he couldn't get the lobster suit off in time. We must hurry. Ridgely goes, oh, for fuck's sake. So they just dashed off. And um, I went back in and watched Dave Chisnell. You watched Chizzy Chisnell? Yeah. Bloody hell. First round match, 1-3-2. So, so, so two five nine. Well, he didn't do it, He says he, he got two five nine with three darts. That's not possible. You can get one five four Brit in snooker. Yeah. Not a one four seven. You can get a one one five four. What was some sort of false shot or something? Yeah, that's a tricky one. into, Yeah, yeah. but well, two five nine's not possible. Have is you it? ever got a one eighty at darts? Nah. Now best best I've had is um, a treble nineteen, a double nineteen, and a double top. I can't remember where it was, but it's a really. What good were you score. doing down the nineteens? I always do the nineteens. You know, sure tw- you know, you get more for the twenties. Oh, you can't reach the twenty. Well, no. If you're gonna, no, you don't. Yeah, you get more for the twenty, but. If you're more consistently going to hit the 19s, then go for the 19s, I say. You get laughed out of the pub doing that. Yeah? yeah. Who has the last laugh, though? Who leaves with the who leaves with the fucking side of brisket? Not you. The victory meat. Yeah, me. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I, um, you mentioned the Daft Kids then. I did. You did mention Daft Kids and it reminds me, I, um, was up Stockton on Tees, saw the Alderman over Christmas period. Right. Would you like to hear about that, Andy? I suppose it would kill a bit of time, Bob. Do you like it when I talk more northern towards you? It sounds unusual. Um, I would just have, um, I was up in Newcastle, it was during my tour actually. We were playing Newcastle. Tour. Tour. Tour, sorry. Two days, so I had a whole day of fill I came up. to see you. Uh, did you come? Yeah, I tried ringing you to see if you wanted to meet up. No, I would have but said But you didn't no take anyway. the calls. The, um, I'll tell you what, though. The second night in Newcastle were funny. Oh, I went the first night. Oh, man, it was funny. Was it? The funniest live better than the was... second, Better than the first one. Oh, I hope the, the first <clears> one was all right. Can I get a part refund on the first one now? But then? we lost it on the second one. And I'd never realised, because, I mean, I really mean we lost it for about ten minutes. We couldn't speak. Right. And I'd never, and it's so infectious that so the old city all lost it as well. Right. It's like, uh, oh, well, that's good it's a very hear. magical thing. It's nice to hear. I'm pleased I missed that. Okay, so we had nice I had, to hear you talking about your craft there. Sorry, carry on. I had a whole day to fill up in the northeast, took some fours and that and everything. Yeah. But I'd arranged um, with the town clerk to pop down to Stockton and do a charity Christmas dinner to yeah. raise money to buy a trampoline, actually, Andy. To buy a trampoline. And actually, Andy, for the daft and dreary kids' charity. Oh, bless them. Yeah. Now, it was held quite a posh hotel just outside Stockton. Yep. I was sat at top table with Alderman, town clerk, vicar with the breath stinks of bleach, you know, head of town planning, head of social services, and Biffy Claro was there as well. So it's a good do, quality do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, Andrew Rue, the Alderman looks amazing. Um, he looked amazing, Andy, I ain't kidding. Instead of his usual blazer and slacks, right, he had a sort of country and western look going, yeah? Mm. He had, like, sky blue Pepe jeans with that little kick flare. He wore them quite short on the leg, though, to reveal his cherry red cowboy boots underneath. Yeah. And they were really figure-hugging round his arse. Honestly, I doubt you could have slipped a credit card in there, <laughs> never mind your hand, you know what I mean? Yeah. On top, he was wearing tight cream round-neck cashmere jumper and a gold and green silk neckerchief. Fancy, in it? Nice. But a lovely touch was he had a bright gold Timex watch worn over the sleeve of his jumper. That's a good move. In it, though. It's very striking. Anyway, so at the end of the meal, there was a bit of a show. Some of the daft kids did some tumbles and forward rolls, you know. Got yeah. That, got that out of the way. Biff, Biffy Claro got up and he painted, like, well, drew a nativity scene on his face <laughs> with his pens, you know what I mean? The vicar with the bleach breath did some close-up magic, which was fucking torture. Can I just stop you? Go yeah. back to Biffy Claro. Does he do this with the help of a mirror, or can he just do it, it no, freestyle? No, he's not very good, but it's freestyle, yeah. Oh, Instinctive. Hell. Um, Sorry, carry on. Anyway, final piece, though, was a gospel choir, and I like them, and they came on, and they're, they're called the Daft Kids Singers. Right. Right. When they're performing in the charity. They're not daft kids at all, but the proper pucker 
gospel singers, and they did some pop tunes. Do you know Slave to the Rhythm? Slave to the Rhythm. Grace Jones. Grace Jones, yeah. yeah. I do. So what's the next bit? Slave to, to the, the Rhythm. Slave to the Rhythm. Oh, no, it's a rhythm. different word. It goes slave to the to Rhythm. To the Rhythm. Dance to... It's not slave to again. Anyway, they did it, did that beautifully. And then they ended up with... Um, Gospel, though, it was panic on the streets of London, Birmingham, I wondered to... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Then I sensed, sort of sixth sense, something above my head. Something's happening above my head, and I look up, and I see a big, massive clump of mistletoe being lowered from the ceiling by... (laughs) um, He's up there by one of the most chimp-like of the daft kids. He's really, you know... Climber. A climber, yeah, clamberer. As it comes down, suddenly everybody's joined in and they stand up for the chorus, but they've changed it to kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman, uh, kiss it. Oh, I set up for me, kiss, it, kiss yeah. the alderman, kiss, blah, blah, blah. So are they singing this at you? All the swearing like gospel, kiss the alderman. What can you do? You're caught up in the emotion of the moment, don't you? fucking right, so I do, I do kiss him. Yeah. And it lasts right through the next verse and chorus, right? It's saliva, still, to be honest with you, tasted the stuffing with a little bit of sherry. No wrong with that. Best Christmas present I could ever wish for, Andy. Well, even better than a tip maintenance kid. Um... <laughs> Andy, I've got to ask, although you don't never go along with it, did you think that story was a bit like the film Oliver with Mark Lester? Um, no. All right, fair enough. Can I be Scouse for a minute? Yeah, go on. Nice one. Changed it. Changed it from... Could you do, do a product that's called something like Nicely Scouse? What, say that? I know, Scouse. I'm just thinking, like, and you know, like, it kind of exploited that, so that if you wanted a moment of scouse, now nicely like the a wrong mouth word. spray that would turn your scouse. Yeah, so you could just say it's or a matchbox you opened and it said something for you. I Soup. think you've got a, it's got to be a voice changing product, hasn't it? A voice changing spray. That we'll get that with three D printing and stuff in the future. So you'll be able to you'll print be able an to accent. Voice, you print an accent and put it in a bottle and then spray it in your mouth, and you'll be able to do the accent. So you'll be able to print individual words and phrases. Yeah. And then put and them, eat and them. then liquidise them, put them into a bottle. Well, that's a and very... then that'll make actors redundant because anyone will be, be able to come an actor. Then it's a brave new world you envisage there. You're terrified of it. I am terrified of it. Yeah, I'll well, get used to it, pal, because it's coming. Listen, yeah, I'm going to keep this short. It's 2017. Right. In a minute. Okay. So it's time to start making smart decisions because 2016 has been a shit. Oh, are you doing your razor again? After picking up 100,000 members, Cornerstone are now so confident that once men try their razor and shaving products, they won't go back to their old razor. So now you can get an award-winning razor from just £4 with £10 off. Just visit cornerstone.co.uk slash mince or visit cornerstone.co.uk and enter code mince at checkout to get started. 100,000 men, Bob. That's an army. That's an army. Never run out of blades again. Never shopping for razors again. Smooth, comfortable shave. It doesn't say so here, but it's a six-blader, and I reckon you could shave a pig down with that. All right. And that way you is that how you judge razors? Whether they shave if they, if you know they shave a pig, they'll probably do you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, what else would you? All right, Cornerstone. Honestly, Andy, thank you for that information. 
Is there anything you want to, anything athletic or mints related though that you want to tell me about? Um, I've got a song this week. Yeah. Would you like to hear my song? What are we going to finish with a song? You mean? Oh, I've got some more footballers in the wild that people have sent in. I don't know what that means, but you know, so let's the have footballers it. Footballers that they've spotted out and about. Okay. Um, fellow called Iron Mike says I saw Daryl Yan Matt with a piping bag, piping the phrase "not for human consumption" on the wall of Vicarage Road, with a dark green paste. Um, someone called Mr Nasty on Twitter said I saw John Joe Shelby juggling some eggs in the doorway of Tesco while singing the theme to it in off Hot Mum. Nice. And Ian from Down the Houses says I saw Adnan Yanazai queuing up to get his knob paste and then bottling it at the last minute. Ian says I watched him do this five times in a three and a half hour period. Well, you can't knock him for that. You're not knocking him I for that. I would go ahead with it. I mean, it's right. tempting, but once you get to the front there and the fella gets the stuff out, yeah. you know, the machine... Is it a machine? What was it's he going to get done? A... His knob. Pierced. Pierced. Oh, what they call it, Prince Albert. Isn't that where they slice it down in half or something? I don't know. I've never gotten that far. I've only ever gotten to the front of the queue. No, not me. Adnan Yanazai. It wasn't me. No, no, really. It wasn't me. I would like to ask you if you've got anything for the new year that you intend to do differently in your life, because I think that. It, you know, you should be asked that every now and then. Like a, a resolution. I'd like to. Um, I'd like to become one of them YouTube pranksters in the new year. I think. Was the fella? I know this will be old news by then, but I saw there was a fella saying he'd been thrown off an aeroplane. Yeah, he was one of them. Was it? Was that just a lie? I think it probably was. Yeah, he was yeah. just sort of pissing about. He'd been pissing about, and then they threw him off the plane for pissing about. Right. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's good that YouTube pranksters have been thrown off aeroplanes. Yeah. That's good. But I want to be an ethical YouTube prankster. Yeah, but if it's ethical, it won't be worth watching, will it? What are you going to do? Um, Sweep the road or something? I don't know. Maybe he's like tip a car over. Well, a couple of mates. Well, what's ethical about that? Is it your car? Well, it'd be like a buddy's car. Oh, if it's a buddy's car, then, <laughs> then that's fine, yeah. And film it, put it on YouTube. Yeah. And then the last laugh will be on the buddy. Yeah. The buddy will come back and he's going to have a getaway car. Exactly. So he'll be captured. Yeah. So there we are. That's my ambition for 2017. How about yourself? Have you got anything lined up? Well, I, I don't know whether I've mentioned it already, but I've intent to become a TV chef. You did mention that, yeah. I intend to uh, brew a, a heart-friendly lager. <laughs> you know, why not? Yeah. Um, you didn't give a shit about hearts before you actually became ill, did you? Well, I, no, well, you I never saw yeah. you doing any sort of charity work or any raising awareness about hearts. You, well, but once it starts to affect you personally, yeah. you're all over it, aren't you? Andy, I didn't say I was doing charity work. It's the same thing. No, I'm not. Raising giving... awareness, then. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving me heart-friendly lager away. Do you know what I mean? Oh right, okay. But I'd like to think when I think of you sat on your poof, uh, watching your um, little telly, drinking your lager and yeah. eating your chicken dippers, yeah, and your buttered bread. Are you one of those northerners who has buttered bread with everything? Well, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just have a spoonful of butter in between breads. All right, so it's a buttery life you lead, yeah. It is, yeah. Well, I mean. Think of your heart, and you're not thinking of it. So if I, I could help you, because you could still drink this lager. It's quite hot, right? You've been through what you've been through, right? Think about my perspective. It's quite hard to think about your heart when you can't see it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's the danger, isn't it? It's the unseen killer. Yeah. The visual you, Andy. You know, yeah. like the visual you. You clearly don't give a shit about. You're not a and gym I look man. Great, don't I? Oh, you look absolutely standard. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but the world, but that's the visual you, but the hidden you, 
Yeah. If you ignore it and that includes your heart, then the visual you will be destroyed ultimately. Right. Ethically? Did I say ethically? I don't know. Would it be? I, I think that my my words are an ethical and organic approach to your body care. Right. Does that make you feel I more? Feel a bit unusual about you saying body care. <laughs> body maintenance. Mm. Oh, it's one thing, right, Andy? You've actually you've got a tack, right? Yeah. A, a t- what is it? A tit accessory kit. Yeah. Tit. Apprehension. It's, a, it's, ac- yeah, it's accessory kit. Accessory it? kit. kit, like I said. So, but see, so that's well, I have to. I went and bought my own. Yeah, that's your visual body, isn't it? It is. You look at your tits. Yeah. You clean your tits. You wear your tits. You buff your tits. Yeah. You heat your tits. You cool your tits. Yeah. You protect your tits from frost. Yes. Just because you can see them. But what is powering my tits, Bob? What's powering your tits? My heart. Your heart. Exactly. What I'm look trying to tell you. My tits. Would, is this the product of an unhealthy heart? Look at them. Have I got a... Hang on, I'll pull my shirt So what up. are you saying? That you, are, are you... Oh, Jesus fucking wept. Andy, are you... What you think that those Look tits, at them! Those tits have got roots that well, yeah. go to your heart. But they're just in front of where my heart is, aren't they? So, obviously, they're powered by my heart. Yeah, but does does your heart want to be spending its time powering your high-maintenance tits? Would my heart be upset by powering something as aesthetically yes, gorgeous yes, as this? Yeah, yeah. Of course it wouldn't. If it didn't enjoy it, it would make them all wonky. Oh, it's not and trying to enjoy it. It's not trying to enjoy it. It's trying to do its freaking job, isn't it? It's trying I to do its job. I didn't ask for these. Yeah. You do realise that what this says is that take a look at your tits if you're a man, yeah? Yeah. Grab one of those tits, yeah? Yeah. And that will equal the amount of fat that is surrounding your heart at the moment, restricting it. And restricting the vessels Who around it. Who says this? I say this. <laughs> you just made this up. No, I haven't made it up. I'm sorry. Well, I haven't you got said the... it originally. What's your source? Well, all oh, right. It's probably in the British Medical Journal, but I, you know, I haven't actually got me f- the, with the fucking footnote here with probably me. Fucking take a break or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I intend to in- keep on enjoying my crime club. Yeah. During the new year, keep on watching the box nearly every night. Brew yeah. me beer. Become a TV chef. Yeah. So it's keep on keeping on, basically, isn't yeah. it? So let's hear your song and let's say Happy New Year. I'm going to end, yeah, I'm going to end with a song. It's still Christmas technically, isn't it? So this is a song about the baby Jesus and the nativity. Yeah. Um, But little Jimmy Jesus in the manger and it's about how he cried and cried and cried when he was born. All right. sad. Before you sing this, I have to ask you, Mm -hmm. are we cried to by the good people here at Audio Boom? Yeah. Because it's a religious thing. Would you sing the song about Muhammad? I just need to check. Um, would it be the baby, Muhammad? I don't. I, you know, I haven't. <laughs> sing I, your sing your song. Let's not tell. There's hardly any stuff here today, is there? No, it's just us. Okay. Oh, how I wish I was there with Jimmy Jesus in his lair. But he won't stop crying because he's sad. <sighs> Gifts galore from three kings, but he's miserable as sin. Even though he's planet Earth's most famous lad. Cheer up, Jimmy Jesus. How good will it be to be? In all the papers and on the BBC. 
Cheer up, Jimmy Jesus. Just you wait and see. There's no need to queue for haircuts and your dinners are free. Cheer up, Jimmy Jesus. All your mates are fab. Except that Pontius Pilate, he's a scheming little twat. Cheer up, Jimmy Jesus. We all think you're cool, cause you invented Christmas, so stop acting like a tool. There you go. There you go, yeah. See, it was nice. It was a nice song, wasn't it? I don't know. Why are you accusing him of acting like a tool? I'd have well, he's something. sad. He's crying in the main. Oh, he? cheer up. Cheer up, Jimmy Jesus. So li- literally the little baby you yeah. were talking about then. That's sort of projecting into his future. He is going to get an all, he's getting all the purpose, though. All the purpose and on the BBC. And on the BBC. That's I amazing. could do an alternative version of that, that chorus if you want. No. Cheer up, Jimmy Jesus, how good will it be to be in all the papers and on the ITV? I'll yeah. cut that bit out at the end. I don't know, I don't know whether on my deathbed, if, this, if I, they would say, hey, Bob, I know you're about to go, but they're doing a special show about you, your career. Yeah. On the ITV. Yeah. Or whether I'd rather say they're doing a special show about you. On that Channel 5. Doing a lovely tribute to you on BBC One. It's probably what you'd want, isn't it? BBC One, wouldn't you? Although Channel 5 did a nice one about Pete Burns after he died. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to be Channel 5 or worse? I'm trying to work out whether you're as famous as Pete Burns or not. Right now, 50-50, right? 50-50. Yeah. If you become a TV chef, you might get the ITV If I get the TV chef... I might get the ITV, might yeah, I? Maybe, yeah. or ITVB might do one. Have you seen that channel? I thought that was for women. Yeah, I think I've got an appeal to women. Are allowed to watch that? Yeah, I watch it oh, quite right, a lot. Okay. Housewives right. of Beverly Hills. Right. Um, I like it. Okay. Did you not see John Bishop's show on it? His interview show? Oh, was it like the new Michael Parkinson? Yeah, or it, was quite, David quite, Frost? it was quite serious. Yeah. yeah, I imagine there would be with Ben John Bishop. What's your favourite character off the David Williams new sketch show? Um, is there a one that where there's like um there's like vomit and stuff? No, have you not watched it? I've not watched it. Well, why no. didn't you just say you've not watched it? I just assumed there'd be one with vomit. No, there's um well, I've, is I've, the one that's a bit racist? If, if you haven't watched, no, not at all. Is it a good show? Eh? Is it a good show? <laughs> I I, um, I, yeah, no, I haven't seen it either. You haven't seen it either. I haven't oh, seen right. it. Okay. I've taped it. Have you not been invited on to be the friend? No, it's like, as you say, I'm down there with, not down there, I'm with Pete Burns now and it's BBC One, isn't it? Yeah. So, it's not, you're not going to, they're not going to have Harry Enfield, Sheridan Smith, is that someone? Is that a person? I think so, yeah. And then Pete Burns on show three, are they? Well, well they've got Pete Burns on because he's dead. Yeah, I don't realise that, Andy, but I'm trying to but they're not gonna do have an analogy. Right. But... When I'm that TV chef, though, you're right, you know what I mean? You've got it all to play for, Bob. I might even get on Children in Need and I can dance with the Weather Girls. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or the newsreaders. Kind of, And I, I'm hoping to do Strictly Come Dancing this year as well. Are you? Yeah. Are you putting it out there now, are you? Yeah. That you'd like to be asked to do I'm that? I'm getting in there early, yeah. Again, I'm going to say, I think you're sort of below that level now. Celebrity Big Brother, perhaps? Well, who was on... Who was on... Um, who was on... Uh, this year, maybe it's the ordinary Big Brother. I mean, 
I watched Strictly and I didn't know who many of them were. Do you think no one knows who I am? I think no one knows who I am. They'll just, the nation would just go, who's that fucking balding bloke there? Yeah, I think you're one of the professional dancers. The will the way I dance, the will the way I dance. Does, does, um, does Bear Grylls not do a thing where he takes celebrities and sort of kicks the shit out of them in the woods? Yeah. Because I'd watch that if you were on that. Would you? Yeah. Well, I'm not doing it for you, I'm not just doing it for you, Andy. Because you could forage for ingredients for your fucking heart. Yeah. Food show while you were in the woods, couldn't you? Some berries and that. While while Bear Grylls kicks the shit out of you. So that's that's heart health, is it? Burries. Yeah. As you call I them. Burries. So. I assume so, yeah. You bad heart, sir. Have a burry. <laughs> You'll need some burry rub. Are we done? Happy New Year to you, Andy. Happy New Year to all our listeners. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. I've got to ask you about the fucking annuity again. Jesus. Joe, actually, um, they've took an injunction, seriously, and they took an injunction out against me. I've, it's called a Carrington injunction. Right. And it's the weirdest thing because, like, they've taken an injunction out on me. Usually you can only get an injunction if what you're going to print or what you're going to say is untrue, yeah? yeah. It's not the truth, yeah. yeah? They accept that it's the truth. They've already been paying me for it to keep it quiet, right? Yeah. But there's this thing called a Carrington injunction where if the damaged caused to the institution, yeah. even though it's true, would put that institution's existence in doubt, you can get this thing called a Carrington injunction. The fucking took one out against me. <laughs> Shit myself. It's the, those solicitors who would do Princess Dies mob. So I get a letter from them. Fuck off. No, really. <laughs> I'm not putting that in the podcast. You should put that bit in, Andy. Yeah, I'll put it after the music at the end. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.